0: Colin Barrow, right
1: here. Allison Colin Barrow, right here.
0: Symbiosis now. Right now. What a month it has been and gone and now begun a new one. July. July. July.
1: June was crazy. Now we're in July. And we got some specific things that we'd like to talk about today. I mean, there's a lot of things going on in the world, but. Uh, Tyler has a story to tell
0: which is no in no way to like take away from anyone else's thunder. Well, you know?
1: it's hard to find an appropriate time to talk about certain I'm things. I'm kidding, but you know what I mean like Because no, I, I you're trying to find a way to say you don't you want to make sure you're respectful. You want to make sure that you're not yeah. trying to make it about you, you know. But the fact of the matter is that when we're talking about police brutality, we're talking about uh, somebody who has committed a crime but also been a victim of the system uh, unfortunately you've gone through something and you have a story to tell so the answer is definitely not to not tell your story right i think in fact it's actually the opposite if anything maybe we could have told the story sooner but it's your story to tell so lately you've expressed to me that you'd like to talk about it and so yeah. you know yeah uh, that's what you're doing. So I'm here to support you in that. Yeah, that's
0: cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's a crazy long story, but we all know that, like, some of our situations are just kind of life happening, right? As we would say. Like, you know, hey, what have you been through, man? Been through life, you know? You've been through some shit.
1: You've been through some shit.
0: Yeah, we all been through we some shit. We all been shit, through some shit. No doubt. But we I have. I'm saying, like, we have, and, like, this is kind of some of my shit, yeah, you know? But yeah. I just want to tell it because, hey, you know, it's applicable. And I don't know, it's kind of important information that I probably should have shared a long time ago, you know. Anyways, so me and Al here, we've been together for seven and a half years. We've been friends for over ten. Um, like best friends, too, which is cool. And uh, so we grew up together, kind of, you know what I mean, and shit like that. But I know that I was, we we were 19, Yes, I say. yes. It was in 19. 2014. Yes. Which, the year 2014 is significant, just to start off by saying that apparently that's one of the f- highest years of incarceration that have recently, like, occurred in the United States, so it's interesting to, like, notice that. If you watch, what's that, What's that? what was it the called, the 13th, because it was based off the 13th amendment, yeah. Yeah, A
1: 2014 was, like, the highest year yet for incarceration, and you got... Caught in that somehow. Right,
0: right. And and so essentially, it was kind of like a, one of those days where I think me and Allison, we were hanging out. We were at the library, I remember. It was like a Wednesday or some shit. Like, I don't yeah. know. It was like a middle of the week, dude. Yeah. And we were at the library and we're like looking at books and we're going to write a couple books, maybe a couple DVDs, you know, some documentaries and shit. And we do. And then right when we get out, I remember we got a phone call from a friend that I'm not going to name, but interesting man you know and
1: uh we could call him like bob
0: yeah we'll call him we'll call him bob that's a good one anyways bob's like yo ty tyler you you ever do acid bro and i'm like nah man like i've ate a couple psychedelics in my life but that's just it and like But I know people have been talking about it lately. And maybe I'm of age, you know, 19 years old. Maybe I should try those things. Maybe I should explore my consciousness, right? Like what everyone talks about, you know. And this was in 2014. I was 19 years old. And I was, of course, like, yeah, dude, that sounds cool. And he was just like, well, we're going to go to the river, man. And we're going to do this. And you should come, man. I was like, all right. Well, me and Allison, then we cruised home. And then
1: I remember it being described as a quote shroomy experience. So even though it was like Bob told us it was acid, it was like we're like asking these questions like, Well, what do you mean acid? Like, well where did it come from? And all these questions. The classic what's it like, bro?
0: What's it feel like? What's that shit like, bro? Yeah. You know? Let me let me kind of get in on that before I just go and do some crazy shit. But you know. Yeah. We were young and it's not an excuse. It's it's kind of how people have always leveraged it. And my my reason for bringing up that that whole classic saying we we well we were young and we were kids or we were in college or we were whatever you know. That's because there was an explorative phase going on. There was not even just a phase. You were exploring, you were exploring some shit, and our intentions are often good. And well, sometimes, and that was
1: the freedom that came with you know we moved out of our parents' house. We were just trying to live as free as possible. We knew as a young couple, trying to just figure out our place in this world, we're probably gonna get wrapped up in the system and be stuck at a cubicle maybe or something. Like we didn't know what our life was gonna come of it. So, I mean, anybody respect to the
0: cubicle. Respect to the cubicle.
1: I mean, respect to anybody doing a job that they are treated well and they enjoy. But the point is that you and I were using that time to explore in many ways with our freedoms and we did not have any children we still i mean we had jobs the whole time while everything i mean we were trying to figure this out so it's like i'm not trying to justify it's just trying to put in context of like if there's ever a time to explore your consciousness it's arguably when you're you know Young and trying to figure life right. out We were living
0: on our own We, we weren't were ex- kids,
1: we were 19 <laughs> We were kids Well we were kids now looking back, but we were 19 We weren't 15 doing this We were
0: kids, but we were adults Legally, and all that yeah. But I don't know man Like My parents grew up in a different time I know my dad had talked about it like a couple week or like a week prior. It was like, man, well you should be not like you should have been there. But he's like this crazy story back from the seventies. We ate some acid. We were tripping out. And we were like looking at the bugs and the zapper and we were the bugs, man, or some crazy story, right? And we kind of were like, whoa, that sounds like a trip. So then when Bob calls me in a couple of days and goes, hey man, you want to try some acid? I'm like, dude, that sounds like something that people have done. Like my own father even had done that at some point. Apparently not to put him on the bus. but I mean, look, we're all humans. We've all done you know, we've explored our things. And it's really interesting because not only do we explore a lot of things at our young age, but it could be anything. I mean, gosh, you know, how many people go to school, go to college to learn and explore about different things or people go off and travel to go explore and do different things. Well, this was just one of those things that just kind of hit me up and I was uh, intrigued. I said, "Okay, you know, it sounds like you think it'd be a fun thing to do, Bob." Yeah, it and felt
1: right, <laughs> and we talked about it. and It felt right.
0: <laughs> and then, so we go to meet Bob. And Bob's with another another female and another male. They were they were cool. They're chill. But Bob was our main friend, the one we remember that I hung out with at, at, at different times growing up. So I could trust him the most out of all of them. You could say personally, just by personal experience and, and exposure to the to Bob.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, and Bob is funny as shit, so you know, you kinda wanna like take what he says lightly but also like trust him you know what i mean but bob is also funny and misleading sometimes just because he's so damn funny like well, you know you, you take everything lightly like and then i'm like that too where i kind of just like fuck it when i'm younger i was like fuck it you know
1: we had heard <laughs> stories of bad things that could happen if you put a chemical in your body we had right. seen you know we watched faces of meth and all these nasty shit but when it was posed to us And the way that it came about, I'd like to provide context on where it came from, too, because this wasn't some back alley sticking in a needle or we're smoking it out of a globy. Like, this was something that Bob will, can I go there yet or no? Go ahead. Okay, so the where it came from was from the internet. Somebody had purchased it on the internet. Well, we didn't
0: know this, so we that's why I'm trying to lead up to it. We didn't okay. know this. Like, we, we get to hang out then We're down by the river now. We're chilling, like, by the water. It's, like, flowing by us, you know, looking all sparkly and shit, and we're not even high. You know what I mean? And we're, So we're chilling, and uh, essentially, I go, so what's up, man? How do you invited me to do what you said was acid with you. You know, what's that like? What is it? What's it look like? What the fuck is it like on? Because people always were like, it's on sheets, man, or it's on this man, or whatever, tabs, like, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, or drops, or whatever, <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. For two reasons. For the burp, for one. Two, for the slang lameness, because I kind of am not that great with certain slang. I like to talk a little more scientifically sometimes. But anyways, he essentially was just kind of like, Well, it's this weird. I have three bags, he tells us. I have three bags. Like, I have goodie bags. And I'm like, what the fuck? He said, I got three bags. They all have different writings on them. All all three acronyms. And uh, they come from, apparently, from China. And this guy that I know was in possession of them. We have a class together or some shit. So just college. Classic. Yeah, Bob's saying this. Just classic college shit. And he said, and he, he. all of a sudden stopped and said I don't need these anymore and gave them to me and said hey if you want these do something with them you know
1: I don't want them
0: right and they're these big bags of just like white looking powder you know but each one is like yeah I don't know it probably looks like a like a sandwich baggie or smaller you know like kind of like a like little baggies of cocaine or some shit like honestly but it wasn't this powdery and shit and it wasn't cocaine it was like salty like you know classic like bath salts or some fucking weird shit right i don't know man but we did look into it we did kind of look into it later but the fact is is there was three bags that had acronyms on of them on on each of them there was one that was like not mdma but it was like mdt dough or some fucking MTV crazy shit you know
1: or something or And a, then there was M-I-L-P.
0: an Right, and then there was like another one that was like ECP or something and then there was another one that was DOC, right? Those were like three of them. They were just weird named acronyms. They weren't even names, so we didn't know what the fuck. And it's so interesting cuz we were so young, we were just kind of like this is just the way the world, right? Like this is normal. You uh, you know.
1: And then when it was posed to us that they were not bought in some back alley, that wasn't something that Yeah, we you ordered them
0: online, but they're not even illegal yeah. technically. So you're not even doing anything wrong. Right wrong right in yeah. your mind is what you think in your mind like well technically all these other things we've been told they're illegal so it, it kind of fucks your mind up when you want to take those things because you already are kind of like oh it's taboo I've been told that it's a no no it's an off limits type of substance you yeah, know but this was kind of like uh, he bought it online just from China dude like or some shit some, some Asian house. country they just yeah. bought it and they said it's a uh, psychedelics it does uh, trips you out basically is, like, like I would compare it or
1: How you for a period of time you could go into a smoke shop and buy salvia or spice
0: spice. Oh, we all remember spice, right?
1: And so these what were other names for spice through the crack. I don't remember now looking back, but I know that these substances fall through the cracks. Cracks excuse me, literally. But and so at the time we thought, well, it was bought on the internet. It's not illegal. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Even though we had heard stories, it still was like you know classic example of a human being doesn't know until something like that happens to them um and then the biggest thing for me was that it was white powder that we put in the water and we drank the water right like it did not involve smoking anything or inhaling anything or injecting anything right it just involved drinking tasteless odorless water it's not like
0: someone was like yo here's these needles man just learn like, it wasn't uh, right. anything Fuck even no. like that. Like, you know, it wasn't like your first rodeo on the heroin train or some weird shit. You know what I mean? Like, it was just something that seemed kind of chill. And everyone can attest to that, especially in our culture, because everyone drinks alcohol and drinks beer and shit. They don't care where it is, what grain, what what fruit or choice of whatever that they fermented as the main material to even make this most people don't even know what the fuck is in any of that shit they don't care right they'll say that i don't care you know and i get it but like you kind of gotta start like wondering after a while you you know you know wine is grapes so like you should kind of you know but point is is like where do those grapes come from right but either way not here nor there but it kind of is because then you're like, well, hey, so you can get these things online from somewhere else. So then technically they're not illegal here. But bet you they'd probably be illegal just because they're sold as a substitute for a drug kind of, Well, you know? I,
1: I, and then now looking back, it's because it wasn't scheduled. That's right. how it no made it through substances. customs. It made it through right. the mail. It made it from China Crazy, right? to here. I mean, This was in 2014.
0: Happens, I mean, so this was like six years ago, but still. I mean, yeah, no. this was
1: not the cartel. This was not calling somebody. This was some guy got on the internet, found this on some website and bought it. Got it here. It's all legally. Yeah. Um, and at the time, that seemed like a good enough reason. Yet another example of our laws don't always match up with what the right thing is to do. Now looking back, it's like, that was no reason to put it in our body but in at the time it sounded like enough of a reason it right. sounded valid well it was not illegal it was it was bought on the fucking internet how yeah. bad can it be
0: yeah no doubt well that's exactly how we felt right kind of like so we we're just like whatever just young yeah. Kinda, whatever. Dumb. So I don't know. People always just are like, oh, that's all you got to do is just drink it? Like, that's chill. It's like an energy drink or something. It makes you feel weird maybe. I don't know. You know? As we drink our rock stars, you're off to the side just because, man. But anyways. So Bob goes, hey, let's put it in his ga- I got gallons of water. I got gallons of water, bro. Like, this ain't my first rodeo, man. I've rolled. He's like saying all this shit. He's joking around, but he's like, for real, I know we'll need water, right? So he's got gallons of water, single gallons. And one of me opens up, pours like a little bit from the bag. Like I don't know, we didn't measure. There was no measuring. I would say spoon. it was like an there eighth was no, of a
1: teaspoon. But
0: I don't know. I think it was more teaspoon. than that. But point is, is there was no me- There was no, no measuring fucking <laughs> tool. There was no recipe. There was no in- dosage. Th- yeah. There was no tank mixture. Fucking like requirements. Like there was nothing about it that was professional or anything. Obviously, or even fucking like alluding to how much equals how far you're going to go and how much is perhaps deadly we didn't even question. We kind of thought, like, what's the worst? We're humans. You don't – we just drink water. We just do all this stuff. We're fine. You know, It's rare that people die from drinking some random salty thing in the water or something, right? Well, check this shit out. We put, like you said, like a little bit, so it probably would have been equivalent to about like a teaspoon or something. But we didn't measure. We just kind of dumped some in there and shook it around. And it was pure. Like it looked like water. Clear.
1: Not cloudy at all. Not
0: at all. Tasteless. Dissolved so it just tastes like water. It's just water. completely yeah. like water. Yeah. And we were drinking that. And we drank that whole gallon, I want to say, of water. Yeah. You know, between three of us and so me, you, no, four of us, me, you, Bob, and the female.
1: Mm-hmm. And then there was a DD.
0: And then there was a DD that was like going to drive us back to the apartment from the river, right?
1: Yeah. Lila.
0: Dang, our dog Lila is <laughs> snoring in the background. But you got to love her for it. (laughs) She adds to the character. Anyways, so... (laughs) 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 Let me just just give her a love for a second. (laughs) Stop snoring, Lila. It's okay. She's like over the story. She's like, I've heard it. Nah. But anyways, so we're... uh, we're like kind of maybe tripping a little bit but not really I feel like some kind of weird feeling but nothing abnormal like as we're hanging out as we drank this gallon of water between the four of us that has this weird unknown supposed LSD like substance in it um, that you can buy online legally from some like weird different countries and stuff yeah, weird shit. I mean,
1: I yeah, just, yeah, like, from anywhere, and whether it's China or Australia, right. or it doesn't matter. Like, so
0: anyways, like, we're, we're feeling kind of weird, but not weird, like, not tripping, not, like, uh, uh...
1: I remember feeling like, this is kind of bunk.
0: Yeah, like, I don't feel, like, good, and I don't see... Like, I don't, you know, like the yeah. classic thing, what I was told at that age, like what you would normally see yeah. kind of on things like that. Or yeah. what he had described maybe it would be like, but he doesn't know type of thing. that' right. just going in like research fucking rats, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, you know? Yeah. And then, so then we're like, yeah, that's well, kind of lame. So let's just go back to my apartment. Like, you know, let's just go chill there. We'll hang out. Like, it was we getting had, dark. Yeah, like we had quiet. our own place still like, you know, to go back to, to be safe at. Yeah. So we're like, let's cruise back. So we cruise back with our DD, obviously drove us back we got upstairs we were chilling in the apartment then the idea came fuck that the night's still young even though it was like 9 10 11 probably it was getting getting late like the sun went down and uh like hours ago and like so but we put the the third one in there we had three baggies right at the beginning right like that, that that he had had that were apparently not illegal scheduled substances they were just things you could buy online that were just unknown, basically. They were labeled as acronyms. They met, They stood for uh, certain chemical structures, I'm sure. But we, the one of the ones that was labeled specifically, I remember DOC, like DOC, like I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, well, we threw a little bit of it in there. And when we did, the reason why we did, I remember Bob going, This is the one that the guy that gave these to me said, don't do this, don't take this one. Yeah. He said, Don't take this one. But I'm gonna give it to you anyways, but I wouldn't recommend taking this one. Yeah. So let's take it, is what Bob says, basically, right? And I'm like, fuck it, stupid young kid, thinking, yeah, maybe We can
1: handle it. We can
0: we didn't feel anything on this other one. You know, Mm -hmm. what's the other one? Probably nothing either. Fucking stupid, right? And then not realizing too that we already had that in our system,
1: whether or not we were feeling it, adding another chemical was now not just that chemical; it was the first two we had and the third one. So of course we're not taking all this into account. We're just in fuck it mode. Right. Let's go. If you want it, you can get it. Let me know. (laughs) Type of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Trippy ass shit, and like so. We're thinking about. You know what we're gonna do next as we pour some of this third unbeknownst substance into water. Once again, tasteless, odorless, um, didn't know what it was, where it came from, and essentially, like, really deep down, or how toxic it could be, right? How potent it could be for the effects that apparently it may or may not have. On, yeah. the human, on the human brain and yeah. shit.
1: Yeah, it's literally research chemicals.
0: Right. That's what. That's what we were supposed to as when we asked one of our friends earlier that day. He said, "They're hey, they're research chemicals." So he kind of let us in, like, so we're kind of like, okay, something's a little bit different about this, but this is new. Like we're thinking like designer drugs, like people talk about, right? Like like fucking Ma, pop the Molly on, sweating and shit. Like all our lives, we're just like, yo, like glorifying, we, and
1: glorifying romanticizing, but we don't know what things.
0: we're taking because you go, you could just say hey papa molly and it's like what the fuck is actually compressed in that little powder looking pill right is another story right you know it's whoever made it to make a buck or to just fucking is think they're making, making good shit is there salt in there, there could be a is tons there of reasons in there but either way at the very least it's it's cut with certain shit just to make things go further and to give dosage levels right it's crazy, but some people don't even know what they're doing with that shit either. It, clearly, we would have been the worst people to fucking work for a lab suggesting uh, how many dosages to put of this amount of shit into water form or whatever. We would have failed, you know?
1: Well, we were, we just tried it because we were ignorant and we trusted, but also in 2014, if you Google DOC, you're not gonna find anything. Right. Right now, if you Google DOC, there's a Wikipedia page that says. It is a psychedelic drug of the phenyleminine and amphetamine chemical classes. It was presumably first synthesized by Alexander Shulkin and was described in his book, Pi- Pi-Cal. Whoa. So this literally, okay. So it's 2,5-dimethy...
0: 2,5-dimethy... Two f- two Dimethoxy-4-chloroamphetamine. So it's like dimethy, amphetamine chloroe, to me, that says enough about yeah. the chemical structure. It's a lot of trippy shit put together, I guess.
1: So if you want, we can look at this in the end, or do you want to go into this right now? Because I just wanted to make it clear that in 2014, this information was not available. Yeah, make that clear, and then we'll come we back to We were the it. lab rats voluntarily. Y- ingesting oh, it oh that's
0: a weird way to look at it man Like, well, we were cause... not asked to like be in that experiment I mean it was kind of strange the way it all worked out in the end too it was just so fucked up because I feel like yeah like as children as as young adults because I say we're children but we were adults but I just say that because we were so young and we still are you know being in our mid 20s late 20s or whatever you know but still I feel like we were young and uh, we're just curious about things and we always felt like there was only one way to learn is by experience in a lot of ways yeah And getting your hands dirty in the situation well that meant this situation I guess but it was a really strange way to look at it but I would also recommend this story in general to a lot of young people that are thinking about dabbling in things that they don't understand I would say recommend do tons of research before you put something in your body and that even goes for food but we don't do that but I really recommend you research a lot of these things especially if you're thinking drugs or anything like how it affects the body you know even drinking alcohol before you start drinking you should know how it actually does affect the body and like how hey it tastes like shit for a reason and all this kind of stuff. And you're going to get used to it after a while, but, you know, just letting yourself know. But I don't know. Point is, cool story, but also fucked up story. And I'm going to keep going. But we're going to take a break for a second because I got to talk about symbiosis real quick because we haven't really nailed fucking symbiosis that much. So I kind of did a little spiel recorded the other day that we're going to piece into here. But I'm just talking about the three types of symbiosis. There are three types of symbiosis. First being the forefront of our talk here would probably be the mutual symbiosis, meaning both sides of the party mutually benefit each other and live in happily ever after harmony. The second would be commensal symbiosis, which would mean perhaps one organism lives off of the other but does not harm the other. In fact, kind of helps it too, but hey, it's just there. And third is parasitic symbiosis. Don't really know if that meets, needs much description, but for the sake of the argument, it is obviously when one organism is fucking up the other organism and dilapidating its energy and whatever the hell you want to call it, get all scientific and all that jazz. Point is, this is not helping the other organism. I see the first one and the third one a lot in today's world. The middle one is kind of our middle ground for all of us. Me and Allison are here to keep talking about symbiotic relationships wherever they are. So sometimes we're going to talk some shit. But a lot of times we're going to have that balance of saying some pretty profound and hopefully innovative shit to help us think differently. We're just on this wave of trying to think differently. Be more Symbiotic between our peers and our environment. Thanks for listening. This was just kind of a little update for you. Because since you're listening, thanks. Care about you. Now we'll get back to the cast. And we're back. Good job, Tyler. I could have said it better myself, probably, but that'll do for now.
1: I think you did a great job. Thanks. So, where were we?
0: So, we were chilling. At our apartment with our fr- with bob and female and dd and you and i mm-hmm. and this gallon of water that now has another random substance in it and now bob decides hey we're gonna leave man don't feel nothing ladies and they left him female and dd so dd drove them they went somewhere that was all we heard for the rest of the night that we knew of.
1: yeah They parted ways with us. They had a DD, so we signed off from our communication with them. Right. And And so me and Allison
0: are just in our apartment room, in this back bedroom that has like a bathroom attached to it. It was a cool spot.
1: Well, actually, I have to include before they left, you and Bob drank more. Uh, of everything, I don't know which one specifically, But I know we but didn't I know. drink
0: like even like half of a jug, like between the two of us even. Well, no, we but like that aside,
1: quarter. I'm saying we had all drank right. some besides the DD. But then you and Bob drank more because you. I mean, I'm not putting you on blast. I'm just saying honestly right. and what un- happened.
0: An unknown amount of this powder in there too to start with. Because it will
1: unfold later that I had ingested less than you you were a little bit further away from me because of that.
0: Probably, yeah.
1: So I'm just saying that before they left, one of the reasons they left was because Bob started kind of getting, right. feet, getting weird. You started kind of getting weird. We were like, okay, this is a good time to right. part ways right? for everybody to yeah. be safe for the night. you know. Yeah. yeah.
0: So then, yeah, that's all we hear from Bob and them. So then me and Allison are chilling and we, I don't know, man, we started feeling weird. Started feeling weird, started hearing weird shit, man. Started thinking weird thoughts and skin-crawling feelings you just don't really like that much. Right. A lot of fear ensued. Uh, A lot of uh, confusion on how to handle what's going on based off of this unknown thing that we just drank and now is inside me.
1: Not knowing what we're feeling, not knowing if it'll ever go away. I remember it being really hot, flashy. Ooh. Lots of hot, 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 and then cold, cold, cold. And then, uh, like, I remember we'd get in the shower and try to warm up or cool off. Whoa. And then get out and trying to, like, regulate I our body temperature. I kind of remember that now that you
0: say that. Yeah, we were jumping in the shower all random. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because we were trying to make sense of what we were feeling. That's
0: scary, folks. You, and honestly, some people out there—if you're listening to this and you like did some crazy drugs—I'm sure, like I've heard the story. Like that's how it feels when the first time I did meth. Someone says or some shit. Like they feel like that was the first time I what? Like I felt like when I, and I loved it, and it's like
1: whoa,
0: like I yeah. hated it. I was so We've, fucking we definitely, definitely felt of dying icky. It for was not reason, a fun a feeling.
1: It was a very scary so, feeling.
0: Fears ensuing for some reason at this point. Looking back, though, okay. Why wouldn't you just call, like, I don't know, an ambulance and just say, hey, yeah, I drank this shit. I don't know what's going on. I'm feeling really weird. Help. But yeah. that's the classic thing that people would do when they eat, like, pop brownies, man. Like, they'd be like, I'm going to call the police. <gasps> I I'm having think I'm a fucking, heart attack. I think I'm fucking dying. I ate a cannabis brownie. Oh, my God. Like, you know, and then they're just like, well, you're going to be fine. You just need to sleep it off, you know. So I didn't want to be that guy. And I also didn't want to be that guy that's like, now uh, – I don't know. Well, let's get really serious. The stigma
1: behind somebody calling for help in that situation, the system's not set up to benefit you. I mean, you would have called, cops would have shown up, and same thing could have potentially happened is that that what ended up happening. So it's like we want to believe that we could have called somebody for help, but the only thing I know that we could have done is called for an ambulance, and then that still it could have been hard.
0: So the fact of the matter
1: is that the stigma against you and me for calling, it's like, no shit we didn't call. Yeah. Because most people wouldn't. Yeah. Continue.
0: Yeah. I think most people wouldn't, I guess. When you're afraid, you're shitting ball, you're tripping balls is what you think for a second, but you really just don't feel good or anything. Which is not associated with most psychedelics, in my opinion, that I've ever heard about. Most people would always say that, you know, that's not the case, Yeah, (laughs) Um, that you feel a lot of beautiful connections, but um, this is not what we're feeling. And uh, I don't know, uh, you can attest probably more because my my recollection at certain points, like as you're going to, you as a listener is going to unfold, like I don't really remember a lot of points and there'll be a reason why. Upcoming, yeah. but but I remember us uh, being in the back room, and then kind of being like we didn't want to be in here. We need to go for a walk, get fresh air, type of feeling. You on know, that.
1: yeah. So uh, we had a roommate. She is very dear to my heart. Now we've since long reconciled, and she's somebody who I think very highly of and care about. However, at the time, she and us were butting heads, and we didn't want to be around her when we were on this sketchy drug.
0: Yeah. Let's be
1: straight up. And then in her defense, she didn't want to. I'm sorry, guys. I got to move my laptop here. She's making too much noise. Maybe you should just
0: take it off the stand because I think it's just because it's right next to the microphone kind of maybe. You think that's it? It's so loud. Listen to it. You can hear it. It's okay. It's just funny. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Anyways, we're good.
1: Okay, so this is where, yeah, you were saying your memory kind of starts getting fuzzy, so uh, that's why I was trying to explain that, like, no beef with our roommate. Obviously, she knows, we've talked about it, but, like, at the time, we started feeling sketched out by her. We didn't want to be around her, and in her defense, she didn't know what we were doing, what we were on. She was scared of us. We were scared of her, and, yeah, we wanted to go get some fresh air, so we ended up, Taking a walk around the apartment complex, and I remember we said hi to somebody, they said hi to us, like, almost as if everything was normal, we were laughing to each other, like, dude, life Which is, is like crazy. my, M
0: R M O is just kind of like, we're, just, everything's okay, you know, we just gotta keep moving forward, like, you know, we're generally to survive speaking, this. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, yeah, we got ourselves in some weird shit here, but we're gonna survive this, yeah. and it'll be a story that we can look back and tell, and obviously tell other people, don't do what we did, hopefully. Right. Um and feel free to interject at any point i'm only i just remember
0: that. feeling like as we were walking out of the apartment like we're all bugs man we're all just like in this little this is our home but it's like this little lodge upstairs across from another one and also above and catty corner to a bunch of ones and then when you go out on the backpack patio which is great that I had a patio but there's other apartments right there next to you <laughs> like yeah. you know and yeah. it's just like a beehive like you know the classic like situation where just kind of people are running in and out and it's beautiful but it's also like dang like especially now looking back and and in us feeling for people that live in apartment life um during covid because everything is like right there next to each other i mean it's kind of connected you know
1: yeah and in that moment we didn't realize what we were going to be feeling right. in our psyche in
0: right.
1: emotionally physically all of that i mean this was like we felt physically sick as well it right. wasn't just mental it was everything so we're
0: trying to go for a walk but then i didn't work out and then somehow we were like going to get in the truck, I guess.
1: So that I can explain. No, that I know for sure. We didn't feel safe. Right. We wanted to leave. We didn't know that that meant driving away. We thought maybe walking somewhere. We thought, I mean, we didn't have the conversation of let's get in the car and drive. That was never the plan. Now looking back, it's kind of like common sense. That's what had to happen in order for us to go somewhere. But it all just happened so fast. We didn't have that conversation of is it good to drive right now or are we even going to have to drive right now?
0: Right. Like the mind wasn't thinking the best, but at the same time, it was like there were moments of clarity. That makes sense. Like, where you knew, like, hey, you know, everything's fine, but, like, all of a sudden you go into this deep trance of, like, you dying and I don't know, some fucking crazy shit.
1: Right. And I think you're right. When we went to go get in the truck, I think maybe we just wanted to listen to music. But then we turned on the truck to listen to music, and it was like somehow now we're leaving Mm because the truck's on. And you, of course, were in the driver's seat, gonna drive. I was in the passenger seat. I said, wait a second. If we're going to leave right now, I got to go up and get our phones because I'm not going to make it to work tomorrow. Yeah. So whether it's right now or at 6 in the morning, I'm going to have to call my job and say we're not going to make it. So I'm going to go get our phones. I got out of the truck and I go to go upstairs and you got your window rolled down. You truck's on and you're out the window and you're looking at me and you're like, please don't leave me. Please don't go. Please, baby, don't go. And so I reapproached the window, and I'm like, baby, I'm coming right back. Like, I'm just going to run upstairs, get our phones, and I'll come right back. I I mean, it all happened so fast. You asked me specifically, do not leave me. I said, I'm going to leave you, but I'm going to come right back.
0: Yeah, right. So you just, like, left real fast, and you were going to be right back. But then, apparently, when you came back down, I wasn't there anymore. You go upstairs and get your shit or whatever, and then you come back down. You're like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah, I I
1: ran away from the truck, you know. (laughs) And I had a sense of urgency. There was no lollygagging. It was like I left the truck, went upstairs, got our phones, left the apartment, came back down, and you were gone. Right. And I had my phone and your phone in my hands.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I had no. uh, Yeah. I didn't have anything. I I mean, I had my keys, obviously, because I was driving the truck. But, you know, I didn't have any uh, identification or anything, right? So I don't know what my logic was. I don't even really recall past that point. I mean, do you want to just talk about what, at that point, what you remember happening, or...
1: Um, I mean, I can probably sum it up quick. I thought you were gone I thought maybe you were hiding from me somewhere in the apartment complex like, like, you like you were fucking somewhere. with me yeah or like maybe you just felt safer like out of the street lights and parked you somewhere to and like, like walking
0: around in the middle of grass field and laying down doing snow angels or something crazy because this guy's probably just tripping maybe hopefully right at the best I mean I don't know <laughs>
1: that's a specific right. example uh, but I, I'm telling you been what would a better I, scenario I'm telling you exactly what I thought I, I, I thought everything was gonna be okay
0: yeah
1: uh, I thought you were there parked somewhere. I thought maybe you had taken off to the beach or something. Like, hey, he just needs to be in fucking zen right now. Um, I didn't know what happened until 12 hours later, 15 hours later. Uh, I ended up going back upstairs. I had my own experience with my my fe- feeling of the drug inside of me, not knowing where you were, um, And then it wasn't until, like, 12 at noon, 1 p.m. the next day that I found out what happened and where
0: you were. So you were, like, at the apartment the rest of the night? Yeah. 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 So, like, I don't know. Then, like, I don't know really what happened, but basically there's a lot of what I'm going to say from this point is based off of, like, kind of uh, the report uh, from the court, from basically the... Whoever wrote the report, which was, I imagine, the Fresno County Sheriff's Office, um, Superior Court, you know, or whatever, but basically probably CHP or the sheriffs themselves, I don't know. Um, but I ended up, I guess, driving, so pretty good distance, too. I want to say I drove, like, 15 miles, probably, which is really fucking scary, because I don't recall any of this, so I'm being honest. And I... Uh, I recall at one point kind of pulling off the side of the road thinking like, what are you doing, you know? So I was enough, I was aware enough to drive at that point and like as if I were there but I wasn't there type of thing, you know? But I was okay, but I wasn't okay type of thing. It was fucking weird and that's vague memories. And I just remember, gosh, like just kind of like blinking and me being in a in my truck like on its side but almost upside down and like the windshield's all smashed and like you can like see like the blinker light like clicking or some shit and all my lights headlights are on you know the engine's not on anymore I'm just like what the fuck you know and so like apparently like I had went off later in the report it was it was suggested that i like i had went off to the right side of the driving on the right side of the road Went off the right, though, overcorrected kind of with the gravel and the way that they had a kind of a high shoulder right there, like a rollover kind of possibility, which is exactly what happened. And I rolled and flipped across the road and went into, like, a barbed wire fence that was kind of near, like, a – it was near a canal. Like, there was, like, 100 yards ahead would have been a canal, essentially. But there was, like, transistors, like, big old fucking electrical wires and, you know, those big old metal-ass things out there in the middle the field. So I, I hop out of my – my truck just like a ford ranger you know i hop out of the truck but i'm it's on its side on the driver's side so i try to get out and i have to climb out the passenger window like i have to roll the passenger window down while standing on the driver's side window essentially and pull myself up through and i remember sitting on top of the truck for like probably i don't know like in and out of consciousness type of shit like i probably hit my head i didn't have my seatbelt on apparently um the airbags did not deploy or anything. Uh, must have not been going that fast, you know. And I did, luckily didn't hit anyone else, and put I probably put so many other people's lives in danger. But I did, and up until this point already, and myself, my own, in many ways, by possibly overdosing on a substance that I didn't know anything about, with it was told to me that was legal, and we don't know, but just do it type of thing in your mind, and now driving somewhere and not remembering any of this still to this day kind of you know and walking around on the road like i remember having one fucking like nike flip-flop like slide on you know walking around the middle of the road thinking like what the fuck what's going on like where am i but then it was like i know where i am i i'd driven here many times but where am i I've never like stood here like where you know this weird kinda and then kind of the next thing that i remember is that I was face down in the gravel, teeth biting road like asphalt and like rocks. Imagine, you know, with someone on your back, and what presumed to me, because I heard the radio like the like over like type thing, but like then just a fist come down on my the the right side of my face from behind me while that person was on my back, and that's all I remember from that night. That's it. But. We have paperwork and stuff that suggests other stuff, like you know, but also more in depth of apparently when I was not there, un- unconscious, and fills a little bit of the room, I guess.
1: Do you um, want to? Do you want to read from there, or do you want me to just summarize? You can it, summarize because you
0: read it with me right now. And we remember. I mean, yeah. It really happened, so it's so. the
1: it's the <clears throat> cops. Obviously, report of what happened. It's not your report of what happened because you uh, didn't, you don't remember. I remember finding out shortly after. So, like, okay, now pause. 12 o'clock the next day comes. I get a phone call, and this is after like, my room. our roommate took me to go look for you, another friend of ours at the mm-hmm. time had mm-hmm. taken me to go look for you, and we couldn't find you. I'm calling hospitals, I'm calling jails, I'm calling, I don't even know who to call until I have to call your parents and say, I don't know where your son is, I'm really sorry. Um, so I get the call at like 12 or 1 the next day, and it's like, is this Allison? Is this Alice Mackey? And I said, yes, speaking, and he said this is Deputy so-and-so calling on behalf of Tyler uh, Colin Barrow. Uh, are you his fiance? And I said, yes, I am. Is he okay? And he was like, really fast. I won't, like, I can't, like, do exactly how he said it, but really fast. But he called you was very straight to the point. He said he's in, he's alive, he suffered serious injuries, he crashed his truck, and he's being detained. And you cannot speak to him. And I'm like, well, what do I do? What's my next step? And he said he's at Community Regional Medical Center. So then we get off the phone, but I knew that he said that. So then it didn't make sense that when I had called Community Regional Medical Center, why did they tell me no? Well, it was because you were detained. You're right. an adult, and I'm not your wife at this point. I was just your fiancé. Right. In the court of law, I'm just right. some girl that you're
0: dating.
1: Yeah. Um So they couldn't tell me. Yeah. The only people they could tell were your parents because they were
0: your- But I don't know (laughs) if they even told them.
1: Well, eventually they did because you had to have access to a lawyer and everything. So eventually when your parents, so the way I told your parents, are you thinking something that you want to say? So after I got that call, then I knew I had to call your parents. So I call your mom. And I didn't want to tell her that we had done a drug.
0: Right. No. For sure. Obviously, it makes sense. Yeah. So
1: I told her that we fought, and that's why you left. Hmm. Which, looking back, was obviously not a good choice. No. I don't stand by that at all.
0: No, but it makes sense. You were like worried. You were con- you were uh, scared, kind of. You were like, fuck it. I was like, trying you know, to I'm cover kinda, my ass. Yeah. Like I don't want to tell her that like we like, fucking did some random shit because like my mom was always like kind of like against that stuff, which totally makes sense, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I lied to her and said that we had fought of course we hadn't fought and that's not why you left but so then that gave them the green light to take care of this they knew I didn't have the money the funds the resources or even the marital capacity to take care of this they had to take care of it so then it was just that day of trying to figure out where you were your parents had to play a bunch of games to try to figure out where you were they put them through the ringer to even but anyways
0: yeah so like I woke up in the hospital bed the next morning shackled to a fucking bed. Shackled to a bed, staring at a sheriff, like, officer, like, you know, looking at me. Like, shit, too. Like, you piece of shit. Like, like the classic, like, umpire look. Like, chewing on some gum. Hey, you piece of shit. You know, looking at me like that, basically, yeah. you know. It was quite a fucking surreal experience. So, apparently what had happened that night, it, according to documents and stuff, is that I... I had been, uh, they, they tried to talk, the, the police had been called because there was an accident, right? I had rolled my truck. They responded. The sheriffs, the county sheriffs rolled up, um, and they they uh, tried to talk to me, I guess, and I was coherent enough to say, I don't know what's going on, I uh, don't know what's going on, I need help, and that was in like the report kind of- You said
1: you were hallucinating. Right,
0: and, and they were, they- Tried to get me, I guess, to like get in handcuffs because they were gonna arrest me and stuff, um, and I resisted according to the paperwork. And somehow I went, we went, we all fell to the ground. And what is all of us? It was like two or three sheriffs. This is apparently the story. And they took me down the ground. Uh, in the in the report, it is said that they. Tried to apprehend me by hitting me in the femoral nerve or something, which is like my my my, my groin and shit, with the flashlight, hella hard, multiple like times. multiple times to get me to 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 uh, stop resisting because they were trying to put me in a carotid carotid, what is it, carotid hold. Restraint, carotid restraint. Yeah. carotid restraint, which is like just the classic chokehold, like where you put your arm around someone from behind, right, and their neck is like in between your forearm and your bicep, like that classic shit. And like it's, you know, I get it. Like they're trying to knock me out, probably. Like say, hey, you're fucking acting crazy. So yeah, man. I'd like yeah. to
1: interject. You were fighting for your life at that point well
0: especially if you you know if I'm not I'm not coherent I'm not in a normal state of mind like I don't know what's I don't remember still so I probably was just like what the fuck's going on like someone's behind me fucking me up you know like what's going on in my mind and I think even in the report recorded or whatever it said he kept saying what's going on here like saying I don't know what's going on here you know and uh, apparently then they could not get their baton out so they hit me with the flashlight right then they uh, they had to hit me in the face multiple times like fist just a closed fist um, to get me to shut like stop moving basically and and subdue apparently which it kind of makes sense right but you know uh it's also what cops are apparently told to go straight to doing is using brute force instead of a reason to talk someone into a car or into out of a situation when they may be in a very bad situation they just got in a car accident they need attention medical attention you know stall until we get medical attention if you're gonna press charges or whatever you think something's weird Just let that play itself out because you already were there You you may have saved the life at least you know, but instead of it seemed like they met me with force You know of course and then and it seemed like that the moment I woke up that it was told to me that I I fucked with their officers. You put my guys in danger last night And uh, you broke one of his arms or some shit like that. And I'm like, dude, I'm crying. Like, I'm like, dude, I'm a monster. Like, how could I do this? Like, people are telling me something that I I don't know has happened from multiple different sources. But the main source was that guy because he was like, those are my guys out there. We're brothers. Like, straight up said just weird shit like in my face while I'm shackled to a bed in the ER. I'm just here like, boop, boop, boop. I got a catheter in my dick. You know, I just woke up in this place. You know? Uh, in a hospital I've never been in before, in a bed, just shackled to it, like both arms and legs. And
1: he's in your face, off the record, talking shit. Right. To and
0: you. I said, "Can I call? Like, do my parents know where I'm at? Does my 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 fiance know where I'm at? You yeah. know, I I, yeah. I don't mean to be shitty, officer. I just want them to know where I'm at.
1: And you knew at this point, you didn't kill anybody. You the he only he pers- made it clear that yeah. like
0: I just like I may have her want to put one of his offices in danger or some shit you know and I get it but anyways like see, he he, res- he did not uh, uh, go with that request I think or maybe he did after a certain amount of time for some fucking reason then they had shifts of watching me until they got me a room of my own or something and then they just pushed me in a bed over this place and then I got to go for a walk like once a day with the catheter bag like strapped to this thing rolling behind me with chains chains around my ankles and my uh my wrist shackled to my waist you know like how they have chains around your waist and then yeah and then like guard like a like a sheriff guard That's and i'm walking th- yeah i'm walking down the hallway like looking like a madman but my face is all broken they my just saying the officer who had to tell me to stop resisting and use force to do so broke the fuck out of my nose like he shattered my nose like or no he broke my nose And he shattered part of my lip bone, I guess.
1: And your eye socket.
0: And my eye socket. So, like, my face kind of looked a little different. It was all swollen, a little black-eyed as fuck. I might use the photo, my actual booking photo for the cover art for this episode, I might. So, I don't know. If that's what you see, that's really me. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that's what I look like, getting booked into jail. And that was three days after I had gotten the shit kicked out of me. So, that wasn't just fresh day after, either. You know, that was three days after. So I mean, I was in the hospital bed, and they moved me somewhere else again. And then they let me call someone after. I think no, they let me call my call you, and I told you, and you were like, "Oh my god, like this is so crazy." And then you, I think, got into contact with my parents, like you said. But and see, when I got the phone the call, I
1: didn't get to speak to you.
0: Right, like, but yeah, but like, uh, but then then the detective, the the county sheriff's detective, had come in and was like, "Okay, so what happened? We know this is strange. You have no prior." uh crimes or anything you have no record at all so what's going on here just does not seem right
1: you know yeah Yeah.
0: and so i'm like okay like let's talk about it like i i tried to i at first i tried to lie and i even told them this later i I tried at first i literally tried to say that i got drugged i don't know this is a mistake you know and I, i had no lawyer i was in the bed scared no contact with any family no one knows who the fuck i am the wristband on my wrist the name said Tyler... No, it didn't say my name. It said Hotel Z. So, like, Z being my first name and Hotel being my last name. Like, I'm just to stay. We can't have him on the books. He's under arrest, so no one can come looking for him. He's some
1: John Doe type He's some... Of, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Um, even though I admitted who I was, said my name is Tyler, you know, and yeah. all this stuff, and let yeah. him know, like, all this information about me. And then... So then the sheriff comes in, and he's, like, trying to interview me and stuff, and basically... For the record in the future, you have the right to remain fucking silent. Get a lawyer or at least wait until that shitty public defender talks to you or something just because. Just try not to say anything if you can. And if you do, say something like, you're going to own up to this if you really think that something's wrong. But do never say anything that's going to incriminate you more. And that's where one mistake goes on wrong, but only because some would argue that, Tyler, you didn't have to tell him anything. You could have got out of this a little bit better, but it's the reality of you have to tell the truth, man. And I went with that. At first, I said I was drugged, and I said, you know what? He looked at me, and he said, something doesn't sound right, and I said, you know what? I'm lying. I'm straight up lying to you right now, but I'll tell you the truth because I'm afraid. Like, look at me. I'm. This is not normal for me, officer. And I'm like 19, and, I, and I, this is how I said it to him. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm afraid, but... You know what? I'm just going to tell you the truth. Like, I was with this guy, Bob. He's like, okay, well, who's Bob? And he's like, writing all this shit down, right? Like, he's like, what were you? Like, wh- who was this with? What time was this at? Blah, blah, blah. Trying to get a, get a record of all this stuff, you know? And keep in mind, I was like arrested like one in the morning, you know? And this all happened over some crazy hours of the night. Um, and, uh, but then later, this like uh, within like two days, this detective's asking me all these questions, right? And and I basically admitted to him. I said, "This is what happened. This is what the this was the substance. Apparently, was called. You can get it online. Yeah. You know, you want to read that like thing." Yeah, like, I was gonna to just touch on this
1: because, firstly, how you said to stay silent. Just stay silent. Like, of course you should admit wrongdoing, but absolutely not right then and there. Do it
0: later if you go, go to trial and Do it stuff, later. Yeah.
1: Like do it when you have the proper defense because like
0: feel it but don't say literally it literally. And
1: here it says it was alleged in the first amended complaint and admitted to by the defendant that he committed this crime. Right. And admitted to. So if you wouldn't have admitted to it right away, right. then and then somebody could have helped you, and this could have worked out maybe differently. Right. Um, the part down here it the says the story of a system. Okay. Conclusion. This officer recommends the defendant receive a grant of probation. This defendant is before the court for sentencing for his first felony conviction as an adult, or fucking ever. In forming an appropriate sentencing recommendation, this officer considered the circumstances of the offense and the defendant's expressed remorse, and then he has no criminal criminal record. Prior criminal record. During the probation interview, the defendant admitted he ingested an illegal narcotic referred to on the streets as, quote, DOC.
0: But I had admitted that I didn't. it was apparently not illegal. We didn't know what it was. So that's weird that they said that it was a legal narcotic when it was like, no, I, I don't know what it is. Like, you guys should look into this because you can just get this shit online.
1: Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. You were like, hey, what about other people that right. could find themselves not in a just situation me. like yeah. me? Yeah. yeah. Um, and also to make it clear to anybody who's listening again in 2014 you google doc there was not information about it right now if you google it there's a fucking wikipedia page where the scientist has come out and said yeah i made this yeah i've distributed this let's talk about what happened and to this day in the united states it is unscheduled
0: right okay i
1: I accidentally thought i said it was scheduled early but that was canada right it's scheduled gotcha um, as far as in the U.S. goes, unscheduled. Oh, wow,
0: that's interesting. They'll test
1: you for it and test you and not test you for that so you could come up clean and have that in your system. Wow, that's weird. Um, that's so weird. So while he does not recall committing the offense, he did not deny that it occurred and took responsibility for his actions. He expressed remorse for his actions and relayed that he intends to make the most of this treatment and learn from his mistake. As the defendant is youthful and has no prior criminal record, this officer finds unusual circumstances indicating an interest of justice to grant probation. Considering the seriousness of the offense, a significant amount of custody time is recommended, coupled with substance abuse treatment.
0: So basically they, you know, uh, I, go, I go get booked into the jail. And, like, they just take all the photos, take me fingerprints, all the shit, make you get naked, all the shit, ask you a bunch of medical questions, make sure to see if you have tattoos, they, you name it, man. They check your butthole kind of without sticking a finger in there. They just kind of, like, make you bend over and cough and do weird shit like what that. What did they think know? about
1: you not having tattoos?
0: They thought it was weird. They were like, you don't have any tattoos? They thought it was weird. They were like, you don't have none? And I was like, nah, dude. You know, nah, officer.
1: Nah, officer.
0: They looked hella hard, fucking all weird and shit, you know, naked there, standing there. Anyways, like... They, like, did a bunch of stuff. They wrapped me up a certain way before and after I left the hospital Like when I got there because they were like, hey. The, and the nurse told me when I went in there. She was like, you need to keep this stuff clean because people get staph infection in here. Not a joke. All the time. So you need to keep this shit clean. And I'm just like, okay, I'll hopefully. She was like, but there's a nurse sometimes. And I'm like, all right. Okay. You know, and I'm all bloody, like, broken-ass nose, fucking look like I got the shit kicked out of me because I literally did. did. And, um. <laughs> Pause. We got pause. Fireworks season. Fireworks season. Anyways, hella booms, hella fireworks. Fucking advertisement. Using the F word too fucking much, Tyler.
1: It's already explicit,
0: so fuck it. Ah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, back to the story. Back to the true story. Right. Files of an underdog. Nah, no, I'm just kidding. Anyways, so like we, we, uh... There was no we at that point. It was just me. Nah, I'm just kidding. Your family goes through shit when you go through shit too, you know. Never forget that, everybody. Your family and people around you go through shit when you go through shit too. And uh so I got booked in the jail, ride, right? they did all the shit. They sent me off to some shitty part of the jail. Um I was in this How long
1: were you in the hospital?
0: I was in the hospital for three days. Only? Yeah.
1: And then did you ever get like medical treatment in a doctor's office or nurse's uh, setting well they had a
0: nurse that would come I think like once or twice a week that we could go into um, okay. and they would like put like new band-aid on something but I mean you take a shower that night or the next day or something if you were to do that which you probably should because yeah. need you clean the shit uh, you have to wait until they they it
1: has to stay have open something and exposed again exactly so yeah, it's kind of strange. strange yeah.
0: and it's you know you know how it is I mean conditions in there are not meant to be the best but they are not good and you're all crammed in there, and you touch a bunch of nasty fucking shit. And a lot of those, that shit inside those, those, those jails, man, they're fucking disgusting. They do not clean them on purpose. Maybe now because of COVID, but prior to that, no, 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 no. It was like part of going to jail, you fucking nasty person. You belong in here, like basically treating everyone like trash. Yeah. You know? You're dig-
1: there is no such thing as dignity.
0: Right. But anyway, so like we're, um, I'm uh, I'm I'm in there and like. You know, you, you go in there and they're like, what what fucking, this and that, like what what side who you bang with or whatever, like you know. And I I'm I'm white, like looking and shit, and I didn't want to go in with the white boys and like they stare me down. Wait, let's be really serious strange.
1: and clarify. When you went in, the inmates in there confronted you right. and said that you had to pick a gang or a side like a side like a,
0: it's politics in there yeah you have to be with associated with a party a essentially group. a group yeah whether that be the blacks they would call it they call it the blacks the paisas they'd call it they'd call it uh the whites or the necks they call them uh the skins too i think but that was just in there
1: and then there was the
0: there was the others there were, um, there were very minimal, but there was those as a bulldogs, right? Because I was local to the area. Yeah. Um, there goes fireworks, so our dog's going to get crazy, but you just bear with this, guys. But, anyways, so I didn't want to do anything, so I said other, right? And they were like, man, you know, you're white. Like, maybe you should run with the whites to take care of you more. And I was like, nah, dude, I'm not no fucking skinhead and shit. Like, you know, I was like being a dumbass, I guess, but kind of bold. No, and I was that's like, nah, I'm not right down thing. with that shit. And then, so, I mean, I guess I had less protection, less pool or anything in there no one really had my back in there but you know what i survived i mean people did not to say that i'm just saying like people that were like others that were i was in this little group that i had to be uh, belong to essentially in there sub belong to while you're in fucking jail um they didn't wouldn't do anything you know but i just kept my mouth shut i actually hung out with a lot of blacks and they were very kind to me and i felt their struggle and i mean one of my buddies dude i i met him in there and He's a good man. And it's interesting because his story was kind of simple. Like he didn't have his license and they pulled him over and like they said he was like running and resisting, like like running from him, but he just like didn't pull over for like a block because he was worried for a second. Like, fuck, I don't wanna get pulled over, I'm black. You know what I mean? Straight up in his head. But then he ended up pulling over and they said you were trying to run. And then they tried to throw the book at him. You know what I mean? So like, I, I mean, I heard plenty of stories. Other people, man, were just like, they don't belong in here, man. Like I heard all the stories, and but also heard I've seen paperwork when people come back from court because they always ask you, give me that fucking paperwork. They want to make sure you're not lying.
1: Yeah. Make
0: sure you're not a fucking chomo or some shit because they'll beat the fuck out of you in there. Yeah. You know, they want to make sure you're not fucking some spy. Like, you have to actually have documents and shit, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't just come back acting like you fuck. Where Where were you right now? You know, if we were in court, right. why did you get to go outside, like, of this fucking pod or whatever, you know? Yeah. But it's interesting because people watch you. But anyway, so that process elongates into like two and a half months, you know. So going to court every maybe couple weeks. And each time it was like you go through this long process of going through underground tunnels over to the courthouse while you're shackled walking with other inmates. And a lot of shit could happen from here to there. I repeat, underground
1: tunnels. Underground tunnels,
0: dude. That's how they shuffle these prisoners from that that's specifically in our county like their their jail that's how it is they take you down and take you from cell to cell and and tunnel to tunnel and they block off sections like at a time so you only have so much
1: when you're walking through the tunnel is it like a school like a walking walking through a building or is it like a circle
0: no it's like walking through a building it's just underground kind of because like some of the things on the side there's like there's like offices and shit on the side
1: in there underground it's it that you, is you, you so know weird. like
0: if you could go in there uh, as a public i think you'd be like what the what fuck, the fuck is, is, is this place yeah. like where are we right now like i mean hey i don't remember shit right <laughs> but dude shit was fucking weird in there man things that people would be like what if you kn- if they've never been in the system specifically they're like what
1: Right. You know, well, even sh- down hard to, to believe. I think you know? a lot of people that have never been to jail, especially, or never ha- seen any actual documentaries or anything, they right. just watch a TV show about it and think that's right. how it is. I think it's cool or They m- may picture you right now being in a cell with just one other guy or with just two other people. But really, you were in this room. Where I was, I was
0: in a pod. Yeah, it was kind of some whack ass A shit, pod
1: meaning that there was a bunch of people in but it was one big-ass yeah, room. Like
0: 50 to 100 people all in this big room, top, up, upper, upstairs, downstairs, and then there's like a bunch of different sections that are all like that with a bunch of different types of men.
1: Just search jail in pod there. on Google and yeah. you'll see.
0: A bunch of monkeys locked in a cage, you know? That was me. I was this fucking monkey just chilling there. Uh Away from sunlight, just like all these other gentlemen in there. All of us primates that have Turn into humans and we're all just like yo we're inside for months at a time and that's all we know how to do and we're waiting for our court date and we're waiting to serve our time and we've been told by society that we're pieces of shit and we only get to see our woman through a glass window once or twice a week or month and yeah so there's a lot of feelings man a lot of weird shit but also a lot of tension a lot of ready to fuck someone up type of shit going on in there of course Right. So you watch what you say, you do what you do, you go to court, man. But every time I had to go to court, I had to go to like the violent court. Like they labeled, they had slapped me with three felony charges, um, like great bodily injury on a police officer, like I hurt him, apparently um, resisting arrest, and then uh, using like a weapon to fight them or something. But I had no weapons, for sure. I had no weapons. I had nothing on me. Um, apparently, I had uh, they 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 labeled my, me kicking and. Well, like kicking my legs and your body. biting at them or your something body was like the that, spitting blood at them. Like I was being nasty, but it was like, why was I bleeding? <laughs> Probably from getting the shit kicked out of me. My nose broken on the ground and shit. Yeah. Um. They apparently put a mask on me. I guess that night too, like a blood. So mask that's something some we
1: read in this that they put a spit, a spit, spit. guard or spit shield uh, or something yes. over it. Uh, but now we've learned that that's actually just they put a bag over your head.
0: They basically muzzled me. Yeah.
1: They put a bag over your head. Because we were spending Well, I could have
0: overdosed on something. Probably needed my stomach pumped or whatever the fuck. I don't know, man. But anyways, so that's going on. And in the meantime, I'm going to court, right? And my parents are like, yo, something's not fucking right. By this time, they know what's going on. I've called them from jail even, like, you know, and Allison, too. We told them the truth. Um, We told them the truth. I had to be like, fuck the lies. Fuck everything. Fuck even uh, my pride or anything or trying to hide, like, act like I'm not someone or something. But this is the truth. And I feel like I really feel like I've been, you know, kind of in a bad spot that I don't feel like I completely asked for, and I didn't, I didn't anticipate, and was not my intention clearly. So this shit's crazy, you know. I need my parents in on this shit. I need their help, and uh, especially when you're in there, you need someone on your side on the outside. Never forget that. Make of relationships now, today, for so that way, no matter what, no matter where you are, you need people out here. You know, gotta make those symbiotic relationships. Anyways, we're, uh, I'm, we're in this pod all day long, every day, no sunlight. You know, for however long people are in there for sometimes years at a time um, no sunlight just going from locked door to locked door so with the same clothes they wash them sometimes they make you put them in a bag and they wash them all in a joint like big old fucking washing machine they always smell like shit when they come back anyway so it's just kind of a joke the whole thing share mattresses share all the stuff there's only a hot water teapot thing like where you can only so basically everything you'd eat would be revolving around that hot water or water in general or no just dry stuff um, um, yeah weird shit man N- nasty shit too just always dirty and a bunch of weird rules politics and shit you think having a roommate's bad imagine having 50 roommates that might kick the shit out if you get out of line if you say something wrong for a second just cause you right. know what I mean just cause because hey they want it you know what and I mean yeah, and I and I know I, I could feel it in people like they just wanted the entertainment it's sick
1: Well, uh, but I get it man what do they say that something creates something like that? People that are angry want others to be angry with them. Well, misery the loves company misery because loves that company. was definitely true.
0: A lot of people actually would try to get other people if they wanted to grab charges. They try to bring other people into charges too, just because because they want it. Basically, they choose someone that they felt like fuck it that I would like to have that person more charges, but I need to get my charges up. People would literally say that like I need to go I'm gonna fuck that fool because I need to get charges up and they would they get rolled out and they get taken somewhere else. But I have like, I want more charges and go to prison longer. <laughs> You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because that's what they county wanted some folks wanted to do.
1: Counties where people go while they're figuring out if they're going to go to prison right. or if they're going to serve probation. And mind you, some folks,
0: are, they're, they're kind of homeless. So, like, it's not really like this life is worse because they're literally getting fed. They have a bathroom. They get the bullshit with the guys all day, play poker all day. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like, like, not, I know it's not that great, but that's what some people literally made it seem like it wasn't that bad, you know?
1: Right. Um, and it, it's, it's a, Really, Pete, whoever's listening should really. By this point, you care. You should dive into systemic. This whole issue being a systemic issue beyond systemic racism, of course, that's a huge issue. But how the system keeps you in there, how you can rack up charges very easily. There's plenty of cases where people, you know, Tyler. I'm gonna say it that he won't say for himself. He's an anomaly. He went in and he was meditating on his bunk and shit. He picked other when they were telling him that he needed to pick the whites. And you know, there were. It's a lot easier. I would not have been that strong. I'm sure I would have probably had to pick a side. I don't know if I would have been strong enough to be meditating on my bed and people are throwing shit at me. And you are calm enough to stay calm and not rack up charges. Because it would be very easy to, you know. I get angry outside. I can't imagine how angry I'd be on the inside. So the willpower of you is something that you won't admit to right. but I'll say it as your wife and as your best friend you have incredible strength for not racking up charges for being in there and the guys that do it's not that they're weak it's that they're victims of a system that is meant to fucking keep you there dude I
0: know I know we would talk about it a lot I learned a lot from people in there it's so funny too cuz you that's like the you go to jail to like learn legal activity and how to basically not get away with it because a bunch of dummies in there that got caught <laughs> you know But no offense, there was also great people. Everyone's humans, man. We're all humans. That's just it, you know? So never forget that. And uh, so, I mean, I met people that I remember seeing later that were just regular dudes just like me, you know, got caught up in some weird shit for a little while and they were in jail, you know, it just happens. Anyways, so all this time I'm learning different shit. We're trading shit. True barter system in there. A lot of politics. People get the shit kicked out of them. Stomped, stomped, stomped sometimes. Stomp the fuck out. Then police would come, you know, COs would come in with paintball guns that have pepper spray paintballs in them and shit, threatening, get the fuck on your bunk. You know, we we had to stay on our bunk beds for 72 hours straight, which, yeah, you could get up to go to the bathroom, but only one motherfucker at a time. You know, and if if there wasn't, they they tell you they get they yell at you on the intercom and make sure that you did. And if you didn't do that, they would come in and treat the whole pod the same. So that way, you would when they leave, you might want to beat the fuck out of that guy. They incite fucking anger amongst the the herd, you could say. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And we you could all say no. They, that, that no, that's not what they do. You fucking go get a job, and be a CO, or you already are, and you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Let's not bullshit the fucking shit. You know, that was just my situation. Please. No, it wasn't just my situation. No, you that's know? how it is. That's yeah. how it seems. Maybe you, you don't do it all the time, but, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to, like, the goal is people would say, you got to let them know who's boss. But some of those people are like, fuck it, I don't care what you do to me. Like, a lot of people yeah. really are like, I don't really care what you do to me because I know you're fucking, this is all just a paycheck to you.
1: Yeah. You know, type yeah. of
0: mentality, you know. Yeah. But a lot of people were also kind. You know, a lot of CEOs were also kind in there. And some of us, but that was the problem. And some of the kind ones, they'd have to... Basically, get moved. You could tell because they were talking nice. to us too much, Yeah. and it's not safe. You know what I mean? The other other guards would probably tell on them. Developing I, I would imagine, a rapport I would imagine, was
1: yeah. highly frowned upon. You were not there to make friends with the CO. Yeah, and
0: I mean, even sometimes sexist things like females would come in and like they would like basically grab your dick, like when they would. I'm just saying, I know that happened to me. Female guard, like guard, like CO, like searching me, grabbed my junk, then came back up and grabbed my junk again, and then like giggled and then like. Yeah, all right, get in the fucking, move forward or whatever, you know? And then, all right. And then just go in there and then just stay in there with another guy locked in like an eight foot, eight foot thing while this guy's like having heroin withdrawals and going, yeah, man, life's fucked up, man. I just wanted to get help, man. That's all I want to do. You ever do heroin? It's like, nah, man, not really. Like, you know, nah, nah." (laughs) you know, but I was just trying to be cool. I'd be like, hey, man, you know, we can get through this. I'd tell people shit like that, dude. I was there. I was in a holding cell with this guy that found a rock of meth on the ground. And he goes, oh shit, dude, you know what this fucking is? So excited, and I was like, bro. And he was just telling him about how he's like, I shouldn't be in here, my girl's gonna leave me, all this shit. I'm addicted to shit. And then he finds this shit on the ground, in swear, front of you, somewhere in the corner, because this fool just walking around looking for shit, because he's kind of out of his mind. And like, but he grabs it and he's like, dude, you want to do something? And he's already grinding it up like on like the urinal shit, like or some shit, like on the edge of the urinal or some, some weird shit, man. And I'm like, no. And I told him, hey. I don't know you, man, but you just told me you want to stop doing that stuff. Maybe yeah. right now is the fucking time. And also, I'm in here with you. Don't get me in trouble. I straight up told him like, don't get me more in trouble. I don't know what the fuck's going on, man. I'm not trying to sound like a b- bitch, but come on, man, let's get through this. And he was just like, he was like, you're right. And he stomped. it, I swear, he put it on the ground in his shoe and he like stomped it wow. and slid it across the ground and like it went into the ground or whatever. And he was yes. just like, fuck that. And then he kept pacing and just acted weird and like, and draws, the, but then he would yeah. tell me, so what, what? are you in here for? You know, it would always that. What are you in for? Yeah. You know, the classic, what are you in the for? And people
1: didn't believe you, almost. No. They you.
0: see me get the shit, yeah. look like I got the shit kicked out of me. For To them, they may think, I'm some rat. They, I got rolled out of another pod for talking shit or for... for infiltrating and lying because I'm some white boy or something. I don't fucking know, man. Yeah. It's a, it's a big weight to walk in there looking like that too, not healthy and shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. People look at you differently. By the time I got out of there, I was finally healed. You know, two months later, month month and a half in, I was like completely like, not a how completely healed, but like my bruises and stuff weren't as noticeable. My scabs had been uh, peeled and I had scars and stuff instead yeah. of just uh, –
1: Open, wounds, open and wounds. and stuff, you know,
0: while rarely getting a clean wall in the while of going to court. Like I said, walking through tunnels and sketchy things with some people that were literally dangerous, you know, and then hanging out with some some cool f- people like, you know, over the time, bulldog members that were ten- saying, hey, yeah, you know, I'm glad you're getting your shit together now because I'm 40 and I'm trying to get my shit together finally, you know, and and good men like literally talking very clear eyed like I'm realizing some shit while I'm in here. I can't do this again. This shit's fucked up.
1: You this know, is not how they I don't want to live like this. It's just yeah. like, I don't,
0: right? You know? Yeah. Um, a lot of folks, man, just having good, good, crazy conversations, very deep, but it could also go bad if you were to get mad in there or something with someone. You know, they'd fucking fuck you up. Not just they, but I mean, anyone. Guards, too. You used to talk to say the wrong thing. They'll fuck you up, dude. I've seen it happen to people. Drag their ass out of there. Then we get to go to church on certain nights. They get to tell us that you're fucking evil and that your sins are the reason why. You're in here, and don't forget that, that this is a bigger picture, that you are a eternal sinner, and you're here because you sin your life away. And you need to repent now while you're in here to Jesus. Like, and I get it, but like, it's too much, dude. It's like, yo, let someone come to those terms, or like, tell them, but that's, they were brainwashing us. Yeah, that's And so I knew it then, but I wanted to get out of the pod. I was down to do whatever and talk to people about lighthearted spiritual things. Even then, I'd be like, yo, but I'm not... I'm spiritual, like I was talking shit like in there. Yeah. But I was trying to be open minded.
1: Well, it just I'm thinking about the how fucking wrong that is for it to be so Jesus because the fact of the matter is that we live in a country with freedom of religion. If somebody wants to pray to their God and they want to go to church and do it, it should have been non-denominational. It Should not have been about Jesus. I don't
0: know. Yeah, it was weird.
1: I'm sorry if that offends anybody. But anyways, but it's the like,
0: truth. so we're in there, and then I'm going to court in between. And so my parents, like I said, are on the outside trying to help me out. Right? They they get a lawyer. They get this guy. He's good at getting DUIs fixed or something like that locally. Right? And I had got a DUI because I told the the officer, "Hey, I'm a." Uh, I'd been, I I'd, uh, I I drank this stuff that I don't know what it was. So when I said that, I guess it admitted that I was under the influence of something. Yeah. And blah blah. blah. Well, even the wristband when I went to jail too, mind you, when I was booked in there, was not even like I'm not gonna say the name, but it was not my correct middle name. They used another name. You know, that was not even my name associated with me ever.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, they called me Garcia or something. You know what I mean? When that's not my name at all. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. So it's strange then explain that to your inmates too like what do you mean it's not your name and I'm like dude that's not my middle name I don't know what the fuck they put the shit on there but they did and then it somehow roll out you know anyways going to court and stuff my parents somehow got me a lure he was alright he was an asshole he was telling me the judge is one of the boys you know we go to the the fucking country club we play fucking golf sometimes I'll talk to him you know that's so fucking straight wild. up while I'm I have to get called out of a pod get locked down handcuffed you sit there, then my lawyer comes in all like, hey, how's it going, Tyler? So they <laughs> it's like, uh, not very good. Can't you tell I haven't seen the deaf. sunlight in fucking two weeks, bro? And you're not giving me any answers or a month, you know? Yeah. He just came from outside when his, his nice ass sports car is like, psh, psh, psh.
1: tone deaf, no empathy, and you were coerced. Yeah. Into a plea deal.
0: People will be like, "Why?" But you have to understand, the DA, the district attorney, wants to get as many prosecutions as he can because it makes his numbers look good. It's all numbers, and then you get voted in because look at my numbers. Look at how many prosecutions I'm doing my job, you know. And then, sadly, who's the public? The the uh, your lawyer the fucking no when, oh. uh, your attorney that you get pointed to you and shit the
1: public defender the public
0: defender yeah. is actually usually trying to become the DA one day which is a fucking mess because why then they're basically giving over cases to the DA but that's what you get for free. So they tell you you get a free lawyer, but that's what that free lawyer is motif is to eventually get enough uh, public defense cases to be the DA.
1: Right. So let's put it in, in just a quick example. There's this coaster. The or coaster do their gets arrested. Practice. I'm the coaster's public defender, and I'm supposedly trying to defend this coaster, but you are the prosecuting attorney. We're working against each other, but I want your job in the end. Right. I don't want it right now. So I want I'm you to kind of like job. me, essentially,
0: is what they guy's saying.
1: Yeah.
0: So that yeah. way, hopefully, you can give me good uh, support later when I want to be a DA too, district right. attorney. I'll scratch as well. your back; you yeah. scratch mine. Yeah. Funny thing about my back is no, nah, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, um, so we're in we're in the situation as a family now. In my head, as I call my parents certain nights or shit, it costs hella money to make phone calls out of jail too. By the way, like you know, um, and like. Uh, which was just basically all my money that I had before I got arrested went to that. I got I had no money to my name at all later on. But um, anyway, so we're going to court and shit. My lawyer pops in to say these kinds of things and uh, tells me, look, you know what I think? He, he asked me what happened and I tell him and he goes, you know what I think? They beat the shit out of you. And they wrote a report real good to make it look kind of like it could go either way. But the thing is, if you go to trial, they might not fucking, they might not. They might press charges and throw the fucking book at you more. They're threatening a lot of time. There's threatening seven years, three felony charges, misdemeanor also, threatened seven years in prison. And if you take it to trial and they do, you do find, be found guilty, it gets doubled. They sw- I swear they worded it some crazy way saying you'd do 14 years in prison then if you take it to trial and it does, in fact, you do get end up guilty.
1: That's coercion.
0: Right. Yeah, they so, coerced like, you. Just saying, you guys, to listen to the story, for not for me, for the sake of look at how fucking weird that shit is. When it's like, what? And my lawyer's trying to have my back, right? My parents are paying him not just, you know, I'm sure it wasn't like the cheapest or northern most expensive lawyer, but it was someone that was apparently kind of reputable for the area. Yeah, he so wasn't was the public defender. I'm sure he was, he was there We're trying your to your steal some hired. money that my grandfather, when he passed away, left for me that I didn't even know I had yet type of shit. You know what I mean? So that money is getting depleted in the background. But luckily, my grandfather who passed away was a penny pinching fucking Great Depression living badass. And... He saved a little bit, and he's, and I didn't know that. So this helped me. So that is my privilege somehow. But I'll tell you what. It, it, it was weird to, to go through the process and and to see how if I didn't have that, this is our system. If I didn't even have that, look at how much worse it would have even been. And so I would have for sure had to probably just got locked up or take this plea deal just sign paperwork too, which ended up being what I did anyways. They basically coerced me into it, like you said. Well, the Lord tells me later, like there's – there's probably footage, but I don't know. They don't want to bring it up, you know. Uh, and I'm thinking, don't they have body cams and shit? This is 2014. Like, yeah. I even knew that back then. And then he's like, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Basically, it ended up, each time I went, them just saying, like, you have to waive your rights to a speedy trial. First time. Waive your rights to a fast and speedy trial, which is like an amendment in the fucking Constitution or some shit. Because it's going to be a while if you want to fucking...
1: If you want to do this. Unless you want to take a plea right now. You want to play this game? Yeah. You want to take, take the, You want to sign years. this piece of paperwork
0: that says you're going to fucking, uh, I don't know, uh, do a county year, do a year in here, and just right now. Right now. That's it.
1: Who was the young man that got arrested though? for nothing and literally spent three years, and a lot of it was in isolation or something, and he ended up committing suicide because oh, he man. went to jail for no reason, and they fucked with him in there. Oh, I
0: remember. I forget the gentleman's name.
1: It was a young man, and Uh, that's okay, but the point, the reason I'm bringing it up is because, yes, there was a criminal, like, you weren't just walking down the street and nothing happened, but the point is that in his situation, they told him, well, you could plead no guilty or you could plead not guilty and this could happen or you could plead guilty and this will happen if you take no contest though this is what will happen because that guy was innocent and he said no i will not take a plea deal i did nothing wrong i plead not guilty and they kept him in jail for an extended period of time anyway
0: right punished him to punish him for not uh wanting to say i'm i'm Guilty, even though I'm not, type of thing. You right. know what I mean? Like I honestly am not, so I'm not gonna say I am. You know? Well, my situation, I didn't really remember what happened. I also felt like it was very blown out of proportion. So when I had to be asked those questions, that's like I don't want to say guilty because I don't feel like I intended to do this. That makes me look and feel like I did something knowingly, with with intent shit. No way, man. So they the other only other option is no contest. Meaning like I don't basically like I I, I I'm not. I can't refute, but I can't, I can't say for sure that I accept like that, that I did that type of thing, but you're going to, basically it's, it's, it's looked as guilty though. It is looked at as on documentation, like guilty. It's just a, it's a nicer way to say it and it matters though, because it does kind of matter. It is a different way to say it for a reason. Never yeah. forget that either. Yeah. Um, maybe we should look up, uh, the thing where like, I don't know, maybe you should get your laptop again or something like because we should look up the uh, the thing when you when you get arrested if you're under du- under arrest or whatever remember you can sign cvc.v or some right. shit like that to uh wave
1: cuz they're courts to say that
0: basically or... yeah like I'm under arrest right now while we're talking about this so I, I, later that, that can't be held against me in court or something like that well I wish I would have known those things because I would have done those things but anyways you know, my lawyer didn't really help me out. He, he, he said that he was gonna to talk to the judge and they ended up agreeing that we're just gonna give him this plea deal and shit and it'll be all right and whatever, you know. And then so then I have to get sentenced to this plea deal of like doing a, a, a year in jail and a, a year in, a, a year in jail or a, a rehabilitation program. Um, basically deduce these things. So they kind of dropped it down because they were like, hey, he has no priors. This is kind of crazy. He was under the influence. But at the same time, he's crazy a little bit and these charges are real and he has to go to get in trouble, right? Or whatever, you know. I understand that. And then being on felony probation for three years, right? And have a DUI. I have to go to classes, pay the fines, yada, 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 right? All the time. the, the general stuff. All the while, me going to court while I'm shackled each time Sitting in there with people that murdered people and shit like that. Uh, sitting there looking at my family while I stand up and listen to the judge tell me how it's going to go. Tell my Listen to my lawyer talk about me in front of me, but I can't say anything because it's disrespectful if I say anything. Standing there looking like shit with shackles on and shit. With a prisoner jumpsuit on, you know? Right. So, like, you know, there's a lot more things to tell about the inside and all this kind of stuff, I guess you could say. But that's all just small talk, I guess. Small picture stuff interesting facts interesting ways to realize our world is how it is but the system itself is fucked it's disgusting it basically scoops people up all day long wants to throw the book at them right away first first chance just because it can perhaps make some income or money here you know or make someone else look good later too a lot of that employed into it clearly with the lawyer situation and the public defender situation as we described prior but um They ended up granting me like going, uh, be on felony probation for three years and to a year in either county jail, like I was already in, or program. Well, I'd already done like three months, so that doubled. So that was like six months of jail time. That's how they do it in California. It's weird, they double your number while you do it. And then I had to do six months in a program. Uh, so I went into this rehabilitation center and was in there for six months, uh, on felony probation. Um, so I got out of there with. Uh, clothes in a bag that they gave me, and said, "Hey, here's your stuff that you got arrested with." It was like pants that were cut in half off. I couldn't wear them; they weren't pants. Shirt cut in half that I couldn't put it on. There was nothing Ripped
1: there. Up with one all sandal,
0: like the sandal I told you I had. One sandal, um, and so they gave me like some shorts and like a tank top to wear out of there. And, like that was it. And like I got picked up by this rehabilitation program stuff. They gave me like my. Uh, my paperwork, and then that was it. And then I was in there for six months um, with a lot of folks who had CPS cases, struggle with addiction problems, struggle with uh, domestic violence of all types, a uh, lot of abuse in their life, and right now being in a legal situation, most of them right know. Right
1: so your privilege trouble, and the fact that your grandpa had left you a small amount of money to help with college—it wasn't even enough to go school. to right. some Ivy League right. college. Exactly. It was, it was just, just to
0: kind of be a little like bit couple, to help. A couple help. racks, you know. Uh,
1: yeah, to help maybe with books along the way, or maybe a car to help you get there. Like this wasn't even a full-fledged college. No, fund, this wasn't like right? a yeah
0: trust fund or some crazy no. shit, man. No, this way. was just. My the, grandpa was a broke man. He just he didn't really spend much of his money as he got older, so he just kind of stacked it for no reason. And your privilege
1: and the fact that you had a family that loved and cared about you allowed you to end up in a program, and you're witnessing these situations around you. And they're asking you, "Why are you here in this program?" And your response was, "Why are you here in this rehab?"
0: Well, I would tell them like I got arrested. I was, uh, I was, uh, I was arrested for uh, hurting sheriffs. Like I would tell them like I I apparently got in a fight with like some officers and I hurt some and
1: right so how did you end up in a rehab from that
0: right but I guess they had said that like they asked me questions probation had come and asked me questions and interviewed me at one point or something asking me like all the substances that I've partaked in at what age how much shit like that right I had admitted to a lot of things, you know, that I had tried in the past, you know what I mean. But a lot of things were like, no, I never tried PCP or any of that stuff. I know?
1: have it right here. I mean, even I, it, it's a whole list of things that was denied that we never tried, which was like, well, I don't even need to mention those. But alcohol, you said that you had first tried it at the age of fifteen,
0: which is probably about right for most of us. All right, right. you were honest.
1: Frequency one time a week, and the amount was half of a fifth of liquor.
0: I don't even know. Yeah, they're so weird They are
1: oddly specific with you <laughs> right. about well, what about this? Well, what about this? And you're like, wait a second, I graduated high school. We go to parties but all. I the was time. also like,
0: Yeah, like they were like, You smoke weed? And I was like, Yeah, I smoke a lot of weed. At that time I smoked a lot of weed. Like I would you know That so. was what
1: I was gonna read because it's hilarious. It says marijuana, your the date of your last use. Your first use was at age sixteen, frequency daily amount, three joints.
0: Quote unquote joints per day, it says <laughs> Yeah. I was like so, 19, and that's what I told them. But anyway, so they said that I right? may have yeah. had a substance, abuse with, a substance abuse with cannabis, some half-baked-ass shit. Um, Shout-out to Ben & Jerry's, totally random, because I'm talking about the movie, but then I just realized they have the ice cream that we have in the freezer out there, Ben yes. & Jerry's, badass ice cream. Yes. They're not paying us shit, but I just want to say that. And then also, half-baked Dave Chappelle, you're the man, you funny. Even if people don't like his shit, he is an OG, and he's got a lot of bright insight to, to share. That's all. But anyways, um, so...
1: I asked that question, how you ended up in a rehab, and then we gave the answer, because right. you had a weed problem. Right. Your privilege, so your family me. loving you, the fact so that So I had, you had to go had to, a,
0: in, while I'm in this program, like, I had to go to, like, Narcotics Anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous, things like that, and when I'd go, I'd have to say, I'm a cannabis user, like, I'm Tyler Colombero, and I'm a cannabis user. Hi, or I uh, yeah I'm uh, Tyler Clonbaro and I smoke pot sometimes I used to smoke pot a lot you know yeah. I'll say shit like that and
1: then they're looking at you to, like, with their CPS cases and they're right not so like I mean obviously heroin. throughout this
0: whole time I mean nine ten months eleven year goes by I'm just completely bone sober right like you know nothing uh, and like so. Uh, so of that time I tried to smoke catnip because I was like feeling I was like hey, I heard that's a way you can get high. So I literally rolled a joint of catnip. Didn't do anything for the record, guys. Probably won't do anything unless you go some high grade. You catnip, should drink I guess. the
1: tea though. Put, put yeah, in the tea's good I though because it helps you get you. sleepy.
0: I guess kind of a little bit, but yeah. that's about it. But anyways. Uh, that was a crazy thing. Then I was released into the war wild. Crikey, back into the wild. Tyler Columberry's back in the wild and he's running. He's crazy. He's looking for jobs. His experiences have now got him to take shit seriously and be like, I'm going to be a manager. So I literally go around all around town going, yo, on foot too. I had no car. I had DUI, no license, right? I had an identification card. I go around town. I'm looking for jobs and shit. Yada, 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 yada. Um, because that was stipulations of probation. You got to find gainful employment. Well, I ended up finding a job. It ended up going bankrupt which is another story for another day we talk about employments and in the future maybe that'd be a fun episode to talk about but anyways like i kept jobs and shit throughout the whole thing they never came to my house other than one time to check up on me see what was up in my house and all this kind of shit which is a whole other
1: story i still
0: have these charges and also when i signed we i jumped ahead but this is like basically all it but back when we were in jail when they had me sign a sentencing they had me sign a plea bargain that was for doing one county year essentially or being a program that was the plea deal basically if i would have went to trial i probably would have not had to do anything because just saying if those cameras would have been on it would probably have been more clear than even the the documentation that's written that these guys were kind of beating you up to try to get you to stop doing stuff but you were already in like a bad spot so they really should have just probably waited for the ambulance and like Talked you down and this and that, but since there was no footage and there was no proof, just a few minutes went by. It would say things like that in the report, like what happened in those few minutes. Right. Then? What the fuck? And what happens in a few we're minutes? We're living
1: in this reality where the police were stretched so thin that right. they didn't have the time That's to what talk they felt you like, down. Yeah. They're we gotta like, get on to the next we got to you know, subdue get it, this guy. No, I and mean, I'm not saying that that was the right thing to do. This is just the impossible situation that we're in here and part of the reason why it's so important to talk about because yeah. if the, the right thing to do would have been to talk you down, would have been to have some sort of de-escalation technique. Right. Because the fact of the matter is I agree. you were already in such a vulnerable position. You had already crashed your truck. You were, cl- you stated that you were a not of right mind. So for them to use physical force, yeah. uh, they never tased you. They never pepper sprayed you. almost
0: died in multiple ways, obviously that night. And then what's crazy is that's the same county sheriffs that your father, that we talked about in prior episodes. If you, any of you listeners had heard Allison's story about how she's been had in, it run-ins with law enforcement and had close situations with law enforcement, her real biological father my being bias, a sheriff is that for our county, and it was sheriff. the same county sheriffs that. <laughs> Fucked this happened up. with Fucked just saying Tyler so up. it's yeah. interesting because it's like oh that's not this doesn't look very good so you know, he was already right retired
1: already. and long right like, not but it's working just for that, it when this happened but yeah that's the same
0: the same like basic, people that
1: beat you up it's the same office
0: basically your father was mentally like unfit drastically and alcoholic and out of control very violent doing crazy shit got a bunch of complaints on him the point is he was in the the same county sheriff's Department and they look the other way for a long time. Yes. And until something other crazy shit happened, but point in the same same office doesn't mean that it's the same cops. Doesn't mean that all cops are bad either. Okay. Obviously, it just means that that's interesting. That that's how that office must roll. Yeah. This is a lot of extortion, coercion. You know, yeah. a lot of crazy shit. Yeah. And a lot of fear-based mongering and all the stuff about your live and you know we got you in court, we got you dangling by and our it, shit. who and paid for stuff. your
1: medical bills?
0: They somehow mysteriously got di- just. We, like, got relieved somehow oh. shortly after. But then no follow-ups or anything. Like, my brain could be all fucked up because I did get a moderate concussion. It was higher on the moderate end, closer to severe. I got a fucked up concussion that night, like I said. Broke my lip. Shattered my lip, what I mean, broke my eye socket. Uh, broke my nose. They you in your temple. Right. they fucked me up, dude. I was all fucked up. I, I mean, but anyways, what's really fucking mind-blowing about the whole thing is that is our system. That's more so the story, not because dang Tyler, it's a crazy story, but that happened to you like, whoa, it's it could happen to anyone if the situations were right, perhaps. And that's the thing. We have to be real about our situation. This was in 2014. And in my opinion, things have just gotten more hostile and even in our town. seems like cops really harass people a lot waiting for someone to hopefully jump off. So what if they're doing fine but all of a sudden they're like hey believe me alone I'm not doing anything wrong then they're going to be like what do you mean you're not doing anything wrong we need to talk to you I don't even know I don't know I'm I just mean, saying yeah, th- this escalation when it, it's, it should not be escalated there it should is be de-escalated. No
1: professionalism goes out the window and it's actually sad because part of this paperwork sitting in front of me it was you had to find gainful employment. All right. Well, the sheriffs didn't give a fuck about your reputation when in the days after your situation occurred, the sheriffs are coming into our city and saying casually to people, oh, did you hear about this crazy thing that happened with this guy that was out of control? Spreading literally only their side of information, a lie, not saying a name, but our, our roommate came to me and said, oh, my God, a sheriff came into my work and talked about this crazy thing that happened, and I know who he was talking about. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my God, I can't believe how unprofessional that this sheriff is going to go and talk about this when it, it the, the, he don't know what happened. He knows what happened in that moment, but it wasn't even one of the sheriffs who was there. He was just gossiping about it, using your turmoil and the hardest thing that's ever happened in your life as a— maybe." talking point
0: yeah no I get you though yeah it's weird but um a lot of corruption a lot of weird shit anyways a lot of charges things went on got off probation after the years went by kept jobs kept it rolling stayed out of trouble didn't drive that whole time ended up getting my license back had to go through hella DUI class which is crazy in California too you know go like for a couple months or whatever three months I think or something so many meetings cost hella money Cost money too, of course, all this stuff, you know. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what to suggest in, in in opposition. This is just kind of more so like, hey, tell the story. What happened? People have been asking me lately. A lot of police brutality out there, and I feel like this is definitely one of them. And you know, the goal is kind of to talk to some lawyers maybe in the future get expunged. But either way, it's not really the focus right now because of what's going on. It's more like, look, everyone else is still sitting in jail for wrongful being being treated wrongfully, you know. So let's focus on changing some Things like that right now with our prison system, you know, people talk about reform and all stuff, but no, this industrial prison complex needs to kind of, I don't know, how do you say you shut it down? But man, it's a business and it needs to not be so booming. And so uh, uh, I don't know how to describe it. I, I feel like so many people go through this too, and wrongfully so, especially people with drug charges, things like that. Or just misconduct of some kind in general because, gosh, look at some of our politicians, how much misconduct they fucking lie to us about so many things, and people literally catch them in it later. And they, but somehow they're not arrested and shit. Like, you know, that should be illegal. Leading mass amounts of people saying, do wear a mask, don't wear a mask, or whatever the fucking situation is. That's just a prime example. Yeah.
1: I'm looking at statistics right now for the three-strike law.
0: Right, and so that was part of the plea, too. They told me I had to take a strike, though, so I had to get a strike.
1: Three strikes, you're out. It's in California. Three strikes law was enacted in 1994.
0: Which was the year I was born.
1: Mm -hmm. Bill Clinton, right? If you look at this here, so it says, the second and third strikes, breakdown of offenses by second and third strikers in California. So basically, what it's saying is that half of the people who end up in prison for life, their second and third strike are nonviolent offenses. The first strike uh, could or couldn't be, but then once you have a strike, if you do two other things, like anything, any type of contact with the law, essentially, right? Right. Um, incarceration rates for felons with second and third strikes varied widely in california's 15 largest counties from 94 through 2010 the higher the figure the more likely it is that the district attorney in that county is aggressively using the three strikes law so fresno is on the list i mean Hmm. yeah just the idea of of that weight supreme court supports the three strikes getting out and staying out. Although inmates released under proposition 36 have been out of custody for a relatively short time, their recidivism recidivism rate is well below state and national averages for similar time periods. So basically, yeah, the three-strike rule is just meant to keep people in prison. Is what it's meant to do. It's not meant to teach you anything. It's meant to trap people.
0: Wow. I looked it up and apparently like if you say if you're un, under duress like you're not you're not thinking straight when you're interviewed or told to sign documents saying you did this or did something or didn't do something or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. if you write VC V dot C dot it stands for some fucking Latin shit like always right V coactus or some shit like that uh, but V dot C dot so VC but dot dot between each letter right yeah big V big C is used with a signature to indicate that the signer was under duress the signer uses such marking at the start of their signature to signal that the agreement was made under duress and that it is their belief that this invalidates their signature which is a great thing which i did not know at that time but i wish i would have because they make you sign a lot of shit on that red fucking line you know so it'd be important to know right Uh, i will hope that you guys can remember that c i'm sorry v dot c dot vc Right. Before you sign your name. And
1: that makes sense why I couldn't find it earlier because when I looked it up, I was looking CV up and there was literally nothing. And I'm like, why are they burying this information? But it was because I was looking
0: it up wrong. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, long story short, things get crazy. Do not try substances if you have no idea what they are. Specifically, do not ever forget that water is very valuable and very... Fragile at the same time, and if you, there were a small amount of some kind of shit in there, whether it be a toxin, a hallucinogen like this situation or anything, it could seriously rock and fuck up the world in a lot of ways, and it would not be okay. Mm-hmm. It'd be a serious mistake, and uh and it would be a detrimental possibility at all times. Like in Flint, Michigan, where like their whole water supply was so fucked, but yet like if that happened a little bit in certain places, they too would be fucked, you know. Or if they say if there was this other thing where someone had accidentally thrown this bag of this shit or something in a big fucking like big canal or something and somehow the got a water system. supply and they didn't filter it out or something this could affect things and it's not okay so the reality is, is we should be aware of these things coming in and out of uh other countries you can buy online and stuff and uh being n- noting that uh how much a chemical can change everything inside of a liquid or whatever Well,
1: we didn't go out and try meth or heroin because we had heard enough horror stories about how bad those things could be and the negative effects. A research chemical, we're here to tell a story about how bad it is because unfortunately it's so untalked about, swept under the rug, it's not scheduled. You know, yeah, and that's the fact of the matter is we walked into that voluntarily. Now looking back, hindsight's twenty twenty. Obviously, if we would have known what would have happened, we would have said, fuck No, I don't want anything to do with that. The only reason we were open to it was because we didn't know. And then now that's like, you have your testimony from it. I have mine. My takeaway is I will forever think about what I put in my body. Right. You know, if you're going to smoke weed, I'm not against smoking weed, but you should know where your weed comes from. You should at least know who grew it. You should at least know. Like I said, with alcohol earlier, you should
0: kind of know what kind of. Fruit or grain or whatever it takes to make that. And right. what is in that? Where does it come from? What country is it from? Right. I mean, just to know. Just to know anyways. Because people like to know that shit for fun facts and stats and shit, right? Right. But you should know it anyways because it's important information.
1: And if you're going to smoke That's weed or you're going to eat mushrooms, for example, those are a plant that somebody cures and dries. Whereas even cocaine... It still has to go through a process.
0: And there's just this powder that's like, what else is in there that looks just like this white powder of whatever known substance that's just chemical, like literally little molecule, like molecular structures, just, you know, right? what is that? And
1: so I'm not saying to go out and do any of these things to whoever's listening. I'm just saying that that's my takeaway is to think about like, oh my gosh, this is a chemical that I can hardly even pronounce. Right. I like, let alone understand.
0: Right. Yeah. Shit, this was a long episode. But thank you, listener, for bearing with us and me because I just wanted to get off my chest for one. But also, some folks have been telling me, Allison, been telling me, hey, we need to talk about that soon. It's so relatable to the police brutality situation right now. And glad I got it done out off my chest. What do you got? What else do you think you want to I'm say? I'm
1: just so proud of you for sharing this information because this happened. You've done the time. You paid the price physically, emotionally, psychologically. Being in jail, having to be through that, now you are free to tell your story and you should not be held to the standard of a criminal, quote-unquote. You are a stand-up human being, you are an example of what can happen to somebody if, you know, we all make choices in life and you can end up wherever, but the point is that you're not a criminal, Hmm. you're a human being who made a mistake and anybody who knows you before that happened and since that has happened can testament to what a good guy
0: you are yeah, so i think I we mean, should I mean most all people that have found about... out any kind of information about this experience that happened you know, are shocked they're yeah. like, what? Like, no way. I would never believe that. No way. You know, I show them the photo. They're like, no way. I would never believe people that. People don't
1: believe it's him. But then they do.
0: They're like, damn. Like, you know, for, in,
1: all, yeah, for all this time, I feel like we felt like we had to hide this information. But now it's like it needs to be shared because other people are out there that may have gone through something similar or have a friend or family member maybe sitting in jail. And they don't, and it, oh, I don't understand. You know, there's bad people sitting in jail. Of course. We're not trying to sit here and say every criminal is innocent but the fact of the matter is that there is always a story to be told and a reason why things happen and way more to it and I think we should be careful and think really critically about what the jail system means what mass incarceration means what it means to get arrested what that process looks like right and you know I'm, I'm really proud of you for telling your story thanks for letting me be here and help I
0: hope I was able to help thank you for letting me be here hell yeah remember sign c dot no v dot c dot before your signature if you're under duress when you have to sign documentations that you don't agree with. And also keep your mouth fucking shut if you have the right Right. to remain silent. Just do it. Just do it. Don't be like that. Yo, come on, man, let me go. Or like that classic Mm -hmm. like, yo, man, I do nothing wrong. Like, you know, like that classic like, dude that we'd see on Cops, right? Like the tweaker that's just like running away and he's got like, like half his clothes on but he's like, yo, just leave me alone. It's like, dude, like this is why they want to fuck with you, right? Like these things. It's kind of crazy, but, like, if I could have been more in control, obviously I would not have stepped out of line in any way. But I also must admit that our, our our officers are under clearly too much stress, fear, and maybe hurry. And they dealt with it with brute force right away, right off the bat, and clarified that and hurt themselves in the process and blamed it on, you know, the Ew. defendant, which was yeah. me. Um, but it's okay because it is what it is. But the reality is, is that is our world possibly I mean at all times there's a lot of things going on stay aware my friends we appreciate you thank you Allison for being here hella appreciate you thank you listeners for of listening course. while Lila freaking snored in the background she-